All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp and social media. I'm super excited today because we have one of my idols on the podcast. I've been following this person for years and I'll give a bit of an intro. She's a she runs the, the number one podcast in the world for fitness businesses. She's an international presenter. So if you've been following me a while, you know, I travel the world and I go to all these different conventions because I love to learn. This person does the same thing, except she's the presenter there. So she gets paid to, to do that sort of stuff, which is super impressive. And just a little bit, a uh, little bit more about her here. This is super exciting. Like I, you know, I, I'm into study. I, you know, do a lot of courses, a lot of personal development. One thing I do is I listen to this person's podcast regularly and I believe that I've learned more from this person's podcast than I have from any course, any uni degree, anything like that. So it's going to be a really exciting episode. Super excited to have you on the show. Uh, without further ado, the one and only Chantel Broderick. Chantel, thank you for being on the show. Hey, Jono, thank you so much. What an amazing introduction. You liked it? You, you wrote it, though, right? You, you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. And, and I have to say it's right back at you because I love your thirst for knowledge and I love how much time and energy you invest in learning and uh, I think that's an amazing quality. So it's an absolute honour to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, Chantel, I like to start all my podcasts off with the guest giving me or giving our audience a quote or mantra that fires them up. Do you have one for us? Yeah, I absolutely do. And if any of your audience listen to my show, they'll probably know this one very, very well because I've said it at the end of every single show for the past three years. And that is what you leave behind is not what's engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. Now, if you stop and think about that for just a second, about what that actually means, what I do with this podcast and my objective with this podcast is to be able to influence some kind of action in the lives of the listeners. And whilst it is a, a fitness podcast, it, it's entirely focused is business related. So I think about what can I do? How can I use the information that my guests provide to somehow influence action with my listeners to help them become better at what they do and uh, how can I pay for the knowledge that I learn. So I absolutely love that quote. It's very, very uh, special to me and, uh, and I try and think about that every time I produce a show. Love it. Love it. And I think that's, uh, I love that quote as well, because I think the key thing there is inspiring action, right? Like, you know, all, all the knowledge in the world, but if you can't inspire something to do, someone to do something with that knowledge, it's not ideal. So thank you for sharing that quote. Hey, um, Chantel, I know I gave you a little bit of an intro, but if you could just tell our listeners in, you know, a minute or two, what is it exactly that you do? 
<laughs> Thank you so much, Jono. I'd love to. So I'll give you the uh, yeah the snapshot version. So prior to coming into the fitness industry, I worked in media and sales and marketing primarily in the media industry. Uh, I did that for many, many years until I got my taste of fitness. And my first taste of fitness was actually training as a body pump instructor, believe it or not. And I thought that that's all I wanted. I thought that I was happy to stay working in media and just go and teach at the occasional body pump class. But uh, pretty soon after doing my group fitness instructor training, I fell in love with personal training. So I then went and did my PT certificate very soon after that. And it didn't take too long until the uh, the fitness industry kind of dragged me in hmm. and it wasn't kicking and screaming. I was so happy to make the transition away from corporate life, which I've become very, very used to and into fitness industry life, which I now absolutely love more than I can even put into words. So I've now been, I've been in the fitness industry for 10 years now, but working full time in the fitness industry for about six or seven years. Uh, now my month is broken up into a couple of different things. So the podcast producing, uh, doing interviews, editing takes up and, and managing social media takes up probably the majority of my time uh, because it is a weekly show, as you know. So that takes up quite a large chunk. In addition to that, I have, I'm have lucky enough to be involved in a series called Mind123, which is a video-based series which is all based on health and lifestyle interviews. So on that, I interview people that, you know, are uh, GPs, naturopaths, Chinese medicine specialists, beauticians, uh, nutritionists, so anything in the realm, the much larger realm of health, fitness and wellness. So I generally do, you know, uh, a day to five days of that filming every single month. And then I continue to teach group fitness classes. These days I teach cycle most of all, uh, because when I'm not doing all of that, I'm a, uh, I'm a CrossFit fanatic. So mm. I like to spend some time doing my CrossFit. So that's kind of the snapshot. And when I'm not working, which I tend to do a lot of the time, um, then I'm hanging out with my husband and my two kids and my kids have four legs and fur <laughs> uh, because I'm the mum of, uh, of two very large Rhodesian Ridgebacks, my beautiful, my beautiful dog. So yeah, that's me in probably about two minutes. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Love it. So in a nutshell, you know a thing or two about the fitness industry there, right? Chantel? Been around for a few years. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Wait, let's even just um, summarize that sort of stuff there because I think there's a few awesome things going on. The first part is the podcast. So it's the fitness business podcast, right? Correct. Awesome. So I'm a huge fan of that. I don't miss an episode. Anyone listening to this, I recommend start there. Uh, the second one was the the Mind One Two Three, was it? Yeah, that's correct. Awesome. I'm actually, to be honest, I didn't didn't know you do that actually, um, yeah. but it's super exciting because I feel that for everyone listening now, that means that Chantel's got a super well rounded opinion. She's got the Fitness Business Podcast, which is great for the business side of things, and then also the Mind One Two Three, great for the health side of things, and then also on the ground level, you're still teaching spin, right? 
Yeah, I absolutely love it. So I still teach kind of half a dozen classes each week, um, body pump, spin and boxing, and uh, and I love it. I, I was saying, because I was doing an interview yesterday and saying to someone I would absolutely teach free of charge because I love it with every part of my body. Um, I love the member interaction. I love seeing the look on their faces. Um, so, yeah, that is, that's something that I, I just do for the love of it. Love it. I agree. That's that's me with Bootcamp 101. I because um, I'm obviously super busy online now, but I can't give up bootcamp. So there's this one this one bootcamp class I teach a week at a gym and I always forget to invoice it, you know. I just don't even care about the money. I just, you know, just want to do it for the fun of it. Yeah. Um but hey Chantel, what I'd love to talk to you about today is podcasting. Because in my opinion, you've got the best podcast in the world when it comes to, to fitness business. You're obviously one of the best interviewers in the world. And I know you're also doing a bit of a series on your Facebook as well, helping fitness professionals that want to start up a podcast themselves. So that's ideally what I'd like to talk about today. And I think you're a good person because you've done a podcast or two in your life, right? One or two. <laughs> one or two. Hopefully I can share a little bit of knowledge around that. Cool, cool. Hey, let's get right into it. What I would like to start with is actually on the listener side of things. So I know you're a podcast host and we're going to get to all the benefits of that and tell people how to set up their own podcast and that sort of thing. But what I'd like to chat about beforehand is just what do you, are you, I guess, firstly, are you a podcast listener? Do you or have you listened to podcasts? Oh, Jono, 100%. So not just podcasts, but I actually consume most of my information by audio. So I I don't purchase hardcover books anymore or digital books. I actually purchase all my books on Audible uh, and I listen to podcasts. So that is, and I, I'm similar to you, like I'm incredibly busy and I need to find ways that I can multitask. I hate that word, but I, I do need to find ways that I can learn whilst I'm doing other things. Normally it's whilst I'm walking my dog or, or doing the dishes or something like that. So um, yeah, 100% I'm a podcast listener and I consume all of my books in audio format. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, let's start there. What do you like about podcasts? What are the advantages? We're, we might be preaching a little bit to the converted because if someone's watching this, they've obviously downloaded this podcast, but let's still, maybe they've just stumbled across it. Maybe they're not a huge fan. Why do you think that a good way to, to learn is podcasts or why podcasts are a good thing for someone to listen to? Great question. So here's my thoughts on podcasting. So often we want to consume information. We want to learn something. We either want to learn a new skill or we want to be educated about a particular topic. But traditional mediums like books or written content, even going online, requires us to generally stop what we're doing and focus on that one thing because we need to physically pick it up. Uh, We need to physically sit behind a computer or have a look at our phone screen, whatever it might be, uh, to be able to consume that information. What I love about podcasting is the, the mobility of it. So I love that I can walk the dogs and learn. I can be on the treadmill and learn or, or be working out. I can catch public transport. I can drive to a meeting. So there are so many incremental sort of opportunities where I can learn, even if it's in like small chunks, even if it means that I get 10 minutes of information, then I might learn in that 10 minutes two new things that I didn't previously know. Uh, You know, I can't drive the car and read a book at the same time, but I can drive the car and listen to a podcast. So uh, that's one of the, the sort of top reasons why I love it. 
Jono, the other thing which I think is no other medium can say, and that is the connection that the podcast host gets with the listeners. So your voice is one of the most personal identifiers about you. And when you are doing multiple podcasts week after week, you are establishing a relationship with your listeners and a trust with your listeners, hopefully, and a you're building rapport with your listeners through the power of your voice. And I always say to people that it doesn't matter if you're not trained professionally to be a speaker or a presenter. It, do, it doesn't matter. What's important is the message. It's the clarity in the message and it's that you are forming that relationship with the listener. And to tell you a, a funny story that relates to that, so our, our show, we're very lucky, broadcast all over the world. We have the majority of our listeners in, in the US. And, and obviously, yeah, people would go online and maybe see my image related to the show, but the, for the majority, people look at the player the podcast player on their phone and that's just got our logo. So it doesn't have my image or anything else. Like it's just got our logo and then a list of the shows as, as yours does. And last year at URSA, believe it or not, the, the US fitness conference, I was standing in line of, you know, to get a smoothie or something after I'd done a workout and I was talking to my friend next to me huh. and I had someone tap me on the shoulder and go, oh my goodness, are you the host of the Fitness Business Podcast? I recognize your voice. And obviously, yeah, Aussie accent in the middle mm. of all, these, all the US. But to me, that was there was a little moment where I went far out. There really is a connection that you can have with people uh, that is that bridge. And I think, of, I think as a podcast host, our voice is a bridge and it's a bridge that connects us to our listeners. And like I said, you, you can't have that in written format. Uh, and, you know, video is another thing because obviously you have that, but there's so many other elements at play. But how personal is your voice and how unique is your voice? And that's one of the beautiful qualities that I love about podcasting. Love it. Love it. So, hey, let's, um, let's summarize that for the listeners. So there was two sort of points there. So the first one was the fact that with a podcast, you don't need to give something up. So let's even use, and like you said, it doesn't even really need to be a podcast. It can just be audio. Let's say you've got a book and that book's going to take you half an hour to read, for example. If I want to read that book, I need to give up something in my day. I need to not train or I need to get less sleep or I need to not watch Game of Thrones or something like that. I need to give it up for me to be able to read that book. However, if it's the audio version, I can do it while I'm hanging the washing. I can do it while I'm you know, um, in the bathroom, I can do it, you know, whatever it may be. And even just driving is a big one, right? Because I drive 15 minutes every day anyway to the gym and back, I can consume a, a podcast every day there. So I love that side of things there. And then the other side of things is from, from being the host and that voice sort of connection and you're spot on because you just, you get to relate to that person. And that's one of the reasons why I love listening to podcasts because I'm a huge fan of, you know, the whole, you are who you hang out with, right? You're an average of the the five people you hang out with. And, you know, sometimes a lot of your friends aren't necessarily in that, you know, super successful, um, you know, field. But I feel if you listen to a podcast, 
and that host is that is super successful and their guests are super successful, that sort of rubs off on you and you sort of take some of that personality trait um, from the host there that you can't necessarily do from a book or something like that. Is that, is that sort of where, where we're going there? Yeah, I think that's a beautiful observation. You're so right. And the other point to that is when you mention guests is that quite often you're being exposed to people, and this is certainly the case in our show, where unless you were going to a major industry conference and paying thousands of dollars to attend, you wouldn't normally have the chance to hear those people speak. You know, and that's that's in the case of our show. And I know that with some of your guests as well, you know, you've had some amazing people on and you think ordinarily, how else could I get exposure one-on-one to that, that amazing knowledge base? And podcasts are a way that somehow we've managed to create this medium where guests that would normally get paid $5,000 to speak for an hour will happily come on and do a podcast interview for 30 minutes free of charge. You know, like it's pretty incredible. I so, agree. yeah, I love yeah. that. No, I agree, agree, hundred percent. I've got even some some bigger names coming on the the next couple of weeks. Yeah. People that like, you know, you, you're spot on. Like they probably get paid thousands and thousands of dollars to talk, and because I have a podcast, they're going to come and do it for free. You know, so huge advantage there. Let's talk a little bit more about those sort of things, Chantel. So now let's say the podcast host. What are some of the, we've spoken a little bit, you know, you can relate with the listener. We've spoken a little bit about getting some of these big names on the show. But if we could expand a little bit on that and say, what are some of the advantages, I guess, that you've had as a, as a podcast host? What has that enabled you to do? And then if a, if a fitness professional is listening to this and saying, okay, yeah, I think, you know, I can use those advantages as well. What are some of those advantages? Yeah, another great question, Jono. So a few, I guess, unexpected advantages is when we when we started the podcast, it was really just about, you know, how do we supply another form of education to the fitness industry? At that time, I hadn't even really thought about, oh, can I interview Ursa speakers? Can I interview um, New York bestselling times authors? Like that hadn't that thought hadn't come into my head. And whilst my primary objective, as, as we talked about earlier, is to influence action and to, to help supply knowledge and information and education to the listeners so that they can um, bring it into their business, that's the primary objective. But just a natural result of doing the interviews is that I have personally, as the host, learnt so much and my thirst for knowledge has increased over the years of doing the show so three years ago I would never have ongoing education and upskilling stuff like that was something that maybe I did a couple of times a year when I attended an industry conference or whatever and maybe I'd read some books here and there now I pretty much read a book nearly every single week I constantly listen to educational based podcasts and I'm interviewing uh, people all the time. So I felt as though the opportunity that I've had in the host role is to that I've actually grown my own knowledge base, which wasn't what I had set out to achieve. I just set out to go, I want to be a good host and, and help deliver this product to my audience. And that's been an amazing uh, gain from, from doing the hosting role, uh, the friendships that I've made, which kind of sounds really funny because, again, I never expected that that would be part of it. But some of the people that I have interviewed over the years I now consider to be, you know, really, really important people in my life and, and close friends that, you know, like 
I'm off to, to Ursa next week. And the idea of catching up with some of those people who I first interviewed and didn't know from anything that I now uh, you know, consider to be friends, that's an amazing advantage as well. Uh, and the other thing is, is that early on when I guess we're starting to explore the idea of bringing big name guests onto the show and, again, like your your top speakers and, and authors and consultants, I had a definite fear of why would they want to speak to me, why would they come on the show, I'm, I don't have a brand or a profile, um, the show's, you know, only a year old or something like that. And I used to have these kind of fears creep in and what has blown me away is that, I've learned that all you need to do is ask someone and chances are if they are a good person, if they really genuinely believe in what they do and and if they believe in what they do, then they want to share that, then they say yes. And so the reason I mention that is because the one of the amazing advantages of hosting the show is that I have gotten to speak to people that I would never have dreamt of uh, having the opportunity to speak to, and that's pretty incredible. So um, yeah, so there's, there's so many advantages, and then the other thing I should mention is absolutely again, whilst my intention was never, I, I didn't necessarily set out doing the podcast three years ago, going my long term goal is to be on the speaking circuit, and I want to build my personal brand. But that it wasn't part of the equation, um, but it has been part of the journey. So I now am very lucky because the content that I've learned, the knowledge that I've learned, I've now been able to turn into my presentations and utilise that information to actually speak, which which I love doing, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Without saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's, let's summarise some of those. So I love all those points because I, um, I see them, especially in yourself and also with everyone else that, that I've been following for a while in, in podcasting. The first one is the knowledge, right? Like I just, like when I listen to your podcast, you hear the person, whoever, whoever the expert is, and I'm just like, wow, Chantelle is so knowledgeable because she's spoken to the person before that's told her this and this person before and the person before, and it just keeps adding up. And like in my mind, I'm like, Chantelle must be the expert at everything. She speaks to the LinkedIn expert this week and the email marketing expert the next week and the Facebook expert the next week. And I'm just, I'm jealous. I'm like, wow, Chantelle just gets all this information, which is, which is so cool. Um, I like that friendship side of things as well, because it's a, I think two things there, eh? It's like we're in a busy life these days, you know? Sometimes it's hard to go out and make new friends. You know, you've got your, your circle of friends and they are who they are. And podcasting is just a cool way to connect with people. And, you know, there might be someone on the other side of the world. Both of us interview guests internationally, right? Could be someone on the other side of the world that you would have never possibly met. You have a half hour chat on the podcast. You realize that you're super similar. You add each other on Facebook. You like each other's statuses. You know, you see each other at the conference. You got a new friend, you know, and it's just a cool thing there. Um, the third thing I think you said was the the connecting with the experts and that sort of thing. And I think that's cool as well because it enables you to get a closer experience with them too because with me anyway, there's a lot of speakers that I love and a lot of books that I've read that I love and, and that sort of thing. And a lot of the time previously I've just sort of stopped it there. You know, say, for example, it was you, you know, oh, hey, Chantel, I, I love your podcast. That's all I could say, right? Yeah. 
But now I can be like, Chantel, I love your podcast. I'd love to have you on my podcast so you can share that with my audience, which can, you know, connect me with the, the big names. And then the fourth thing was the the personal brand and, and looking like an expert. Like to me, you you are the expert. I'm like, wow, every week Chantel's got these heavy hitters on on her show. She's had the Michael Stelsner. She's had the John Lee Dumas. She's had the Bedros Koulian. She's had all these big names. In my mind, I'm like, Chantel's friends with all these heavy hitters. She must be like, the coolest person in the world, you know? And then when you sort of read, you are the coolest person in the world. I'm not oh, saying you're not, but, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you sort of see how, okay, maybe they're not necessarily the closest friends. Maybe it's just that person has hit the mark and they've agreed to be on the show, et cetera, et cetera. So positioning wise, it's, it's awesome too. So um, I think they're all good points. Now let's get to a little bit more of the, the technical side of things. So let's say a trainer's watching this. They're like, you know what? You guys have sold me. I'm going to start up my own podcast. Um, let's maybe start with your video series. So you know, this is a half hour podcast. We can't get too much into depth on how to set up a podcast. But Chantel, I believe you've got a Facebook live series on the Fitness Business Podcast. Just run through maybe a minute there where someone gets to the end of this podcast. They're like, hey, I need more info on how to set up a podcast. Where do they go to find this series? Yeah, no, great, great one. So basically I should just set the scene by saying the what I've done is create a 14-week series specifically for fitness professionals on how to start your own podcast. And I've, whilst the Fitness Business Podcast in its current weekly version has been going for three years, we've actually been producing it for five years because prior to uh, being a weekly show, it was actually a monthly show. So I kind of feel like I've definitely learned a lot along that way, along the journey. Uh, There's been ups and downs and, and tears and, you know, there's been everything along the way and I've certainly learned a lot of lessons. So I feel like it's now my time to be able to pay for that knowledge and to help others start their podcast because we talked about you know what I love about podcasting and from a fitness professional perspective you now have you know you've got your boot camp set up you've got your local community set up and you want to uh, you want to communicate with that audience and you already do because you have that as a one-on-one but that doesn't mean that your message has to stop there And what I love about podcasting is if you've got a message to share, you can actually break beyond that geographical barrier and talk to people or share your message anywhere in the world. And so when I meet fitness professionals who have a passion, who have a specialization, who are an expert in something um, that they really want to get get heard, then I always encourage them to consider podcasting because it's a way that you can absolutely extend your message and build your community and build your brand for a very low cost. So, so Jono, as you know, you know, podcasting can be absolutely like bare minimum basics. You can pretty much record and get online very, very easily. Or if you want to invest, you can spend money on microphones and um, a whole lot of expensive gear and, and do all the bells and whistles and the intros and outros and everything and go to the opposite end of the scale. So um, I love that there is flexibility in the way that you can actually produce a podcast. There's flexibility in whether you do a short series or if you do an ongoing um, product. So basically with this Facebook Live that I'm doing over the 14 weeks, it is literally a step-by-step guide. So each week goes for about 15 to 20 minutes 
and I've broken it down very specifically. So week one was why podcast. Week two is how to choose your topic. Week three is going to be um, how to identify your avatar, so your customer who you're talking to. Um, week four, we're going to have a look at equipment and then so on and so forth. So every single week, it's like a little building block. And so we're building our way to um, be able to produce your very first podcast. And, Jono, the the way that I've written uh, these sessions is that each week we have a little bit of education, then you have an action. So it means that you don't wait till the end of the 14 weeks to go, right, set, let's do it. I literally want people to go, okay, I'm just going to take in that one bit of information, I'm going to do that action so that I'm one step closer next week to to get into my goal of launching my podcast. So each week, education, action, education, action, relating to the topic that we cover off that week. So, and as I said, it's, it is for fitness professionals. It's available on Facebook. If you just go to fitness business podcast is, is our page. You can see it there. Or the other option is to go to YouTube and just look for Fitness Business Podcast and they're all loaded there as well. They're not all loaded at the moment. There are two up. I'm only two in, but they will all be there by the end of the series. Awesome, awesome. Wait, let's maybe start with those first couple too then. We might keep it a bit of a a rapid-fire sort of thing because I know you're a bit short on time there. Let's say, you know, we've we've sold someone on on a fitness professional. They want to do their podcast. Let's maybe get the the rapid-fire. What's the first thing they do from now? Okay, so absolutely the first thing is topic. So the first thing is deciding what topic you actually want to uh, speak on. And the thing with topic is that you need to consider that if you're doing a podcast, whether it's 12 episodes or it's ongoing for three years, that topic needs to be something that you love inside and out because you're going to be talking about it. You're going to be eating, breathing, sleeping that topic. So number one is, okay, what is that topic that I want to want to be heard about and and feel comfortable that I can talk about over and over and over again. So that's number one. Um, what I what I do with that, and this is a really great exercise that everyone can do to kind of work out whether or not the topic that they've landed on is right for them, is, is going to have longevity, is to draw yourself. I'll just take you through this really quick little exercise that everyone can do. And it's also a great way just to identify any type of content creation that you're doing and whether or not you're on, on the money with it. So if you take a big blank piece of paper, Jono, and on the center of that piece of paper, you're going to write the topic that you want to focus on. Okay. So it's one cent, one topic in the nucleus of that, that um, piece of paper. And you just want to put that in there. So whatever it might be. So it might be um, boot camps for, uh, for mums specifically, or it might be kids boxing or whatever it might be. Okay. You're going to put that in the nucleus. Then in the circle around that, you're then going to write some subcategories, ideally about 10 subcategories Mm. that relate to that first topic. Okay. So we're, we're working outwards. So we've got our nucleus, we've got our first topic, and then we've got our subtopic about 10. Outside of that, in our third circle, we've got what I call micro topics. And those micro topics are what are the little branches of the subtopics that I can then talk about those. Now, by doing that exercise and you've got one in the center, you've got about 10 in the sub and you've got about 20 to 30 in your micro topics, can you imagine that if you're looking at a piece of paper that has full of all of that, that you can look at that and comfortably say, okay, 
I've got enough content ideas that I can keep a show going for six months, 12 months, 18 months, whatever it might be. If you do your nucleus and you do your subtopics and you hit a bit of a brick wall and you kind of go, man, I don't know where I can take this. I don't know how I can break this into micro topics. Then to me, that's your little alarm Mm. that says go back to that middle one and reassess. Do I need to expand it out? Have I been too specific that I'm going to restrict my content? Do I need to branch out a little bit? Do I need to fluff it out a little bit? So so it's a really nice little exercise that everyone can do before you start recording or anything else like that is just do that little exercise because that will really help you um, work out what's a realistic topic that you can talk about over a long period of time. Love it. Love it. So that's, I I think I've got it. Let me just summarise that for the the listeners. So let's use... Let's use this podcast as an example. Right. So say the, um, the the topic is build your boot camp, right? And then you would go on outside of that, you'd go on that next layer and you, one of those topics might be social media, all right? And then you expand on that. You might say one might be how to start a podcast. Okay, I'll bring Chantel on. One might be, okay, how do I grow my social media? Okay, I'll bring this, oh, sorry, by Facebook. Okay, I'll bring this Facebook expert on. And then another one of those categories might be like, you know, how to run a, a group exercise session or how to run a circle or how to run a boot, uh, yeah, group exercise session. And then you might have different things there. He's the circuit expert. He's the glute guy expert. He's the whatever. And then each one of those is a different topic. Yeah, spot on. So you, you want to feel really confident before you set um, step foot in the podcast door. You want to feel really confident that you've got a, an idea of, of the landscape of what your podcast might incorporate. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Wait, Chantel, I think that's actually all we've got time for today. That's given us a, an awesome idea for, for trainers where to start. So step one is get that topic that you want to do. Use that drill that, that Chantel just suggested there. Step two from there is we're going to move on to week two on your, your series anyway, Chantel. So, you know, once you've got that, if you listen to this podcast, then move on to the next step, either go on YouTube or follow the Fitness Business Podcast on Facebook and you can work week by week with Chantel for the next 14 weeks to get you get you up and started there. Uh, before I leave you to it, Chantel, is there anything I should have asked you that, that I forgot or is there anything that you want to add before I, I let you go there? Uh, no, John, the only other thing that I would say to your audience is this, you know, they're obviously uh, involved in running boot camps primarily. They're obviously fitness professionals. I am a huge believer in content creation to grow your business and grow your brand. And so what I would say is this, and I'm sure your message will be similar, you know, regardless of where you're at in your business, If your long-term objective is to grow, which I'm guessing it is, then invest time and energy into building your content, into creating your content. Now, that content might be a podcast, it might be creating videos, it might be written blogs, Um, it, it, it can be any number of things. But don't wait, start creating right away. Um, because the creation of content will allow you to expand your knowledge base. It allows you to position yourself as an expert in what you do. 
And you, the more content you create, the more kind of foundations you're laying for positioning yourself in the fitness industry. So I guess that would be the last thing that I say is, is, you know, whilst I love to encourage people to go down the path of podcasting, I know that it's not for everyone. Choose whatever the medium is that you feel most comfortable with or a couple of mediums and just create, 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 create. And, you know, if you're not being the line all the time, that's okay as well. Get yourself Dropbox, you know, create, save it in Dropbox, create, save it in Dropbox, put it there and then feed it out as you want to. Um, content creation is my, it's what my business exists on uh, and and every single fitness professional out there can um, benefit from constantly creating. Love it. Love it. I agree 500% because I'm, I'm very similar myself and I'm a big fan of the, um, the ready fire aim theory. You know, if, if you've been following me, you know, if I see something and I like it, I'm going to go and do it. Right. Yeah. It may not be, it may not be perfect, but I just learn from it. Right. And I feel that's, that's the key there. If you can just get, get this stuff started now, you've got your content there. You're going to get better as you go. And there's just so much advantages to it. So I agree. And I think even podcasting is a good example of that as well. So even before I started this podcast, I had a few practice attempts actually. You know, I interviewed some people and they were rubbish and then I couldn't use, or I was rubbish, sorry. And, you know, I then didn't end up using it or I used a topic and then I went back. But, you know, because of that, it's now sort of enabled me to have this podcast that's, that's up and running it wasn't perfect. It wasn't easy, but the only reason I've got it is because I went out at the start and stuffed up a couple of times, you know? So that's, um, yeah, love that there. Also Chantel, just to finish up there, I like to just get a few or get a recommendation from all my guests about their favorite book or audio book in your, your situation that, that, you know, that they recommend the, the listeners read. You know, I believe you've actually got a special situation. I believe you can probably give us more than one book. Am I right there? <laughs> I can give you so many books. but So I'm going to break this up into two things. I do want to share with you the book that I'm reading at the moment because I love it. So I want to share that with you. And then I've also got a, uh, a very special gift that I can give to all of your listeners, Jono. So the book that I'm reading at the moment is called Permission to Screw Up. Now, uh, everyone's familiar with Simon Sinek, Start With Why. I think everyone knows Simon Sinek, okay? Um, A couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to interview a man by the name of Peter Docker. Now, Peter Docker is the co-author of Simon Sinek's new book, which is called Find Your Why. So we've got Start With Why, Find Your Why is the new book that's come out. So Peter Docker is is the co-author with Simon Sinek. Anyway, I was chatting to Peter and I said to him, can you make a book recommendation? And he said to me, well, you must read this book called Permission to Screw Up uh, by Kristen Haddad. This woman is phenomenal, let me tell you. Uh, And she started a business that is called Student Made, as in M-A-I-D. And she basically, for years and years now, has employed students who are millennials to to uh, clean apartments and um, corporate buildings and stuff like that. So the whole book is about the lessons that she learned being a young entrepreneur, a young business owner, working with millennials, the challenges that she faced, the 
screw-ups that she had and it's just a beautiful read because for me I kind of read it and went man I can relate to so many of these things because we all screw up through our you know through our careers at some point or another um and just some of the beautiful lessons that she learned along the way when it comes to being a good leader or being a great leader so that's my book recommendation uh it's only relatively new permission to screw up by Christine Haddad um the other thing is Jono for all of your listeners I am so happy to share with them an ebook that we compiled so we ask so I ask that exact question to every single person mm-hmm. show that's that's um, where I got it from actually yeah <laughs> great idea mm-hmm. I love that um, we obviously have 52 shows a year so um, somehow we ended up with 56 book recommendations but anyway so we've compiled all of the book recommendations from 2017 into one ebook um so i'll give you the link Jono. but your listeners are welcome to go to fitnessbusinesspodcast.com and on there you'll actually see a a little tile that says um download your copy of books that shaped our leaders ebook and when you download that ebook it is a compilation of every single book recommendation a brief overview on the book and then a direct link that if you choose, if you've read the overview and you think that sounds interesting um, you can click on the link and you can go through and purchase the book from Amazon. It's just an Amazon link. Um, but what I love about this ebook, Jono, is that it is specific. They are books that have been recommended by fitness business leaders. So we can jump onto Amazon or we can jump onto Google anytime and, and get a million books on leadership or a million books on communication or sales or marketing or whatever. But how hard is it to kind of sift through that no what's right for us and what's relevant for us. That's what I love about this is they are books recommended by fitness leaders for fitness professionals. Can't go wrong. So, yeah, so I'm so happy to share that with you and uh, and all your listeners. Love it, love it. Wait, if, if you missed that link there, you can go back or I'll get a list from Chantel anyway and I'll put it in the description. I'll put all the things, the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, the the free thing, I'll put lists down there so, so you won't miss out. Um, Chantel, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Johnny. You're a fantastic interviewer and um, it was an absolute pleasure being on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I've idolised your interview, so it'll probably be, a, you know, if the interview was bad, there's no one to blame but yourself <laughs> for, for me learning off you. I would take offence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chantel, I'll leave you to it. Have a good afternoon. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. 
visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.